If you bleed red, you're in the right place. It's time for the People's Post Game Show with JB. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. As you make your way home from the game that was, thanks for putting us on for a little bit and being a part of the conversation right here. Well, let's get into it. Arkansas gets absolutely body slammed by its opponent here today. Auburn comes into Fayetteville and my goodness, color me impressed, call me surprised, say what you want to say. This is not how I thought this game would go. Uh, I thought at the least you'd see an Arkansas Razorback team with some kind of pushback, some kind of fight. I thought at the least you'd see an Arkansas Razorback team that found a way to at least make this a competitive game. But no, you did not get that at all, really, after the first 10, 12 minutes of the contest. Auburn comes in, dominates 83 to 51, a 32 point route, and a game that saw Arkansas actually lead for portions of the first half and have itself a one point lead at 27 to 26. Auburn, the rest of the way, y'all. You ready for this line? Outscored Arkansas 57 to 24 the rest of the way. 57 to 24 the rest of the way. And you lose the game by 32 points. Look, Auburn's a pretty good basketball team. I'm not going to tell you they're not. They're deep. Johnny Broom's a problem down low. You saw that in this basketball game again here today. Um, Katie Johnson's a presence. Trey Donaldson. They've got ballers. Denver Jones, Baker Mazzara. But the bigger concern for me from the Arkansas Razorback perspective in this basketball game is that Arkansas was so flat when the chips were on the table, right? So you come out, you get the weird stoppage for the intentional foul stuff early on, which I mean, at some point in time here, enough with the lengthy reviews, it is what it is on the floor. And then you move through the course of the game to have it interrupted 15 minutes there while you're reviewing a possible intentional, you know, just after the game start. Um, that, that's, that's kind of unbelievable. Flow was crushed early. Augs found a way to get it back. Your best stretch of the game came right after that. Arkansas able to fight its way out to what amounted to for a while there, a six point lead. Menafield showing the bounce. You're thinking, all right, this is going to go all right here. But for whatever reason, after that, it was uh, it was next to nothing from way too many guys. Lousy game for Devo Davis. 0 for 4 from the floor. This was bad Devo. When you get a Devo clunker, it usually is a sign that it's not going to be your night. And this most definitely was not Arkansas's night. Devo Davis, 25 minutes, 0 for 4 from the floor. Missed both of his threes badly. Scored two points on a couple of free throws. That was nullified by two turnovers. Devo was a minus 22. So he was the biggest liability on either team in this game. Wow. Just didn't have it. And I don't know if that's because he wasn't in the starting lineup or what. You look at Arkansas's starting five for this game. Muss went with one, two, three, four, five. Went with Menefield, Mark, and Brazil. And then Lawson and Graham. That was your five. That was a very strange five. So Brazil almost at the three. Graham at the four. And Lawson at the five. And what is Chandler Lawson doing? Popping threes. I, I don't understand that. Outside, sitting there, jacking. Three of his four shot attempts were three-pointers. Unbelievable. Knocked one down, which is kind of unbelievable too. But I don't think you want your pterodactyl center with a 7-3 wingspan. 
shooting threes from up top. But this offense doesn't have a lot of flow right now, y'all. Doesn't have a lot of flow. Doesn't have a, doesn't have a lot of pacing. Doesn't have a lot of energy or or spacing for that matter either. You don't have a trigger point guard. Menafield is is already become your your best weapon on offense. He's a combo guard. Played thirty one minutes, four of nine from three. I mean that was basically your offense. Fourteen points from Menafield to lead the way for Arkansas. Also had four assists, three rebounds. And yet outside of Menafield, I mean, what do you have? Two other Razorbacks get to double figures. Trevon Brazil, 11 points and five and nine shooting, seven rebounds, three blocks. And Tremont Mark, who was almost invisible, somehow scored 10 points in this game in 30 minutes of action. Mark looked all kinds of out of sync. Battle coming back from the ankle sprain, 16 minutes, scored only four points. These are just putrid offensive numbers. Four for Graham, three for Lawson, two for Makai Mitchell. I mean, Musk getting so desperate there. He gave Al Ellis a chance, who's just basically falling off a cliff. Got nothing out of him either. I mean, wow. And that's the Arkansas side of it. And we've barely scratched the surface. But an anemic offensive performance by Arkansas has to be duly noted and itemized. And discussed at length on a show like this, People's Post Game Show, on the air with you. What, 10, 12 minutes after this bad boy game wrapped up? I'm usually sprint hustling to the Bunkus studio. We live very close to the uh to the University of Arkansas campus. And so I have built this thing within pretty good shouting distance. And at the same time, you get caught up in the traffic afterwards. It can take you a minute. I'll just say that stadium was was emptying with about 10 minutes left in the second half. So there wasn't a lot of residual traffic there as you made your way down the stretch of this game. There was no drama left in the balloon either. All of that had exited stage left. Arkansas 18 of 58 shooting for the game. Good Lord. 31% from the floor for the game. In your home arena, you hit 18 of your 58 shots. Auburn 34 of 70 shots. That's 49%. Auburn out-rebounded Arkansas badly, 46-32. to 32. The front court woes that we have discussed at length continue to surface for this Razorback basketball team. And then you become a stop-and-pop kind of jack squad, which isn't fun for anybody to watch at a certain point. But Arkansas goes 7 of 24 from 3. Auburn 7 of 18. And free throws, man, they'll do it to you. 8 of 15 at the charity stripe for Arkansas, 8 of 11 out of Auburn. So the refs basically let them play in this game, which I like seeing. They also got involved in a bunch of, you know, technical fouls, smack talking, pushing and shoving, and Odebo threw a guy to the ground. This wasn't the ref's fault, y'all. 10 turnovers for Arkansas, well, for the game. Let's add them up. 13 turnovers, rather, for Arkansas for the game and seven for Auburn. Wow. Leading score for Auburn, 16 for Chad Baker-Mazzara as I look through the box score. Johnny Broom had all 14 of his points, the big man in the second half, and, and had eight rebounds alongside that. Hogs had no answer for him because you don't have a lot of support in the front court. Certainly when Makai Mitchell is not out there and he only played nine minutes, you just don't have a lot of physicality particularly when Chandler Lawson is standing 25 feet away from the hoop. 14 points for Broom, 11 for Jalen Williams, 11 for Trey Donaldson. 
Yep. Auburn led by 32. Biggest lead of the game was at the end of the game. So no resistance. Augs led 27-26 with four minutes left in the first half. And that was a wrap. Auburn dominates the last 24 minutes of the basketball game. Just absolutely dominates it. 57 to 24. And now you wonder what you're working with here at Arkansas. The Hogs fall to nine and five, really 10 and five. Cause I count the win over Purdue, but you know, you go from a team that had hopes of making a final four run before the year to, we got ourselves a little bit of a crisis here. The issues against Lipscomb and Greensboro, the issues in the Bahamas, maybe not so much issues anymore as they are just who this team actually is. We're going to hear from Eric Musselman before we're done. We got standouts and struggles to get to, though I've given you a lot of those stats already. Your calls, of course, as we make it happen through Podbean Live. Appreciate you folks who are throwing it on here in your vehicle or your home as you do the Bluetooth thing. YouTube option for you as well. And of course, live at our website, therealnwajb.com. It was a good crowd, y'all. Packed out. Had a nice afternoon. Got to watch some basketball with my father-in-law, Dennis, from North Dakota. We had a good time, but you know what? Team really seemed like it didn't show up for this one, particularly not in the second half, and the crowd did not have a lot to work with. Was it a sellout? I don't know what they want to say, but 17,000, 18,000 there. You got to give the fans something to get excited about, something to feel good about, and uh, never really did in this game here today. So now Arkansas, we'll look more through the upcoming games, but you got Georgia around the corner on the road and you got Florida coming up on the road too. two very difficult road environments to play in, particularly in Florida where Arkansas has historically been awful. And you're going to have to find something here. You got to win at least one of these next two. You cannot start 0-3 at home and you get the likes of A&M and Kentucky and Tennessee coming up around the corner. This thing could get a... Uh, could get ugly real fast. Best thing you got going for you, Eric Musselman's your head coach. He's got a track record of turning things around amidst difficult circumstances out the gates. But this was, my goodness, an absolute debacle of a performance by Arkansas today and maybe the worst performance of the Eric Musselman era. Unfortunately, I know we're, what, five years in now? Maybe the worst performance of the entire Eric Musselman era. And you, and you hate to see that, and you hate to say that, but it uh, definitely appears to be the case right now. I mean, I don't know what else you want me to say there. All right, we got a lot going on. It's great to have you on board. And the real NWA JB making it happen. Bunker Studio, Team B Media. And we're having some fun with it, right? For once in this life. A lot more to get to. We'll take you through the rest of the afternoon, the drive home as we get it done. And I appreciate every last one of you for being here. Also, remember, my friends, one of our causes, local business. So many incredible people who support our morning show and our post-game coverage. And we got a lot of awesome stuff coming up on the high school scene. I'm excited to tell you about soon as well. Please support local. These businesses put their money where their mouth is and they support a local company like ours. Helps if you support them too. It's cyclical and we're all in this thing together, right? Okay, quick timeout. We'll come back after our first break. Your thoughts, Podbean Live in effect. Arkansas loses by 32. How bad was it? Maybe I'm making too much of it. I don't know. I don't think so. And we'll be back right after this.
A to Z Golf Cars has moved, but it still has the same awesome customer service and phenomenal inventory you won't find anywhere else. Northwest Arkansas's go-to golf car spot for over 20 years. Neighborhood cars, cruisers, horse cars, first to the ball or last to the ball, roll up in style with A to Z. Repair work with quick turnarounds, too. Now located at 483 North Highway 62 in Rogers, two miles north of the city airport. Call 479-273-9229. Need to lose 100 pounds this year? Don't restrict your diet. Forget joining a gym. Instead, lose the weight of that cheating spouse of yours. At Mock Legal Solutions, there is no hourly billing. You pay one flat fee for your divorce. Call today, 479-769-1505. And let's be honest, it's closer to 200 pounds, right? Mock Legal Solutions. Real advice, reasonable price. Shogun of Fayetteville for a special experience every time. Best Japanese cuisine around, they have it all. The sushi is top-notch, but everyone's talking about their hibachi grill. The chefs are incredible. It's delicious and entertaining at the same time. For recruiting, celebrations, or just a good old date night, Shogun of Fayetteville has never let me down. With the scenic view of Fayetteville from the hill by the mall, full menu online, shogunfayetteville.com. Hey guys, you've been feeling a little bit lower energy of late. The motivation's down. Well, it's time to take control of it here in 2024. Bioidentical hormone replacement is state-of-the-art, and Dr. Mark Olson is the only one around focusing on BHRT and his treatments. If you want to feel better, this is the year, and Olson Clinic is the place to get it done with Dr. Mark Olson, now located at 5501 Willow Creek Drive in Springdale. That's right off exit 69 off I-49, online, OlsonClinic.com. Builders Direct Lighting offers quality lighting products and solutions for all of your project needs. They buy directly from the manufacturer with no middleman in sight, passing the savings on to you, the customer. From a small office space to a large warehouse, indoor or outdoor, we do it all. Yes, we can even light your pickleball court. For more info, visit buildersdirectlighting.com or call 479-256-0461. Appreciate you being here. Uh, let's do a couple calls, shall we? As we work it through. All right. Uh, Eric Musselman, sound queued up. We'll get to that in a moment. Let's see if we can make this bad boy happen here. As we work our way through. Tyler is calling from Bentonville. Do we have T? Can I hear you, T? Tyler, are you there, my friend? Yes. Can you hear me? I can. And you actually sound kind of okay. Uh, thoughts on the game, Tyler? Well, it was uh, bad all around, actually. You know, you, you get out to 0, uh, 0 for 8 on your first eight shots. You get behind and you don't score till, uh four minutes into the game. I mean, the, the crowd at A-plus. Yeah. But uh, it was just bad. I don't think I've ever 30-point loss at the play. I don't, think I, and, uh, I don't think I have either, Tyler, truthfully. And... Um... Unfortunately, it seems like right now, the way this team is playing, there might be more where that came from. Yeah, I'm afraid to say that. This this team is just completely out of sync. 
I mean, defensively, they look awful. I mean, Brazil and Jalen Graham, I mean, they were looking for their defense. You know, well, we get down by 12 in this in the second half, and you can't get back on defense. That's just bad. You got to be better. Tyler, couldn't have said it better myself, and I'll say this to you too there, and I appreciate the phone call. There is no way that you could justify that lack of defensive hustle. There's also no way you could justify coming out the gates in the second half and having really no fight. I mean, what was going on at halftime there? What was the the discussion that was had in the locker room? I don't know, man. I don't know. But whatever it was, was not pretty. Whatever it was, was very much not pretty. And so, um, yeah, I don't know what to tell you about that one. Podbean Live, you want to get it in through the app? It's a good way to do it. Get your thoughts heard. Get your word on the air, Arkansas loses 83-51, an hour of people's post-game conversation with me and you after every Saturday conference basketball game for the next 12 weeks. And we're having one here today. And Brian's calling from Tinytown. Brian, how are you tonight? JB, I've been better, man. Me too, Brian. I know you're a hoops chunky. I know you were there like I was. Give me some thoughts. What happened tonight? I mean, it was like everybody's saying it was flat. It was, they took the crowd out of it with like, I don't know, 30 minutes left in the game. It was just no answers. Front court, shot selection, not getting back on defense. I mean, so many things right now you can point to. I mean, yeah, I mean, you could throw, you could throw a rock and any reason. None of them were ready. None of them could defend. Our bigs didn't show up. Jalen tried, but. That was about all it. One of the worst losses of uh, not only the Muss era, but I think one of their worst losses at home ever. Yeah, that was that was, second half was the worst half of basketball I think I've ever seen. You got to start yeah, somewhere. Ryan, I appreciate your phone call. Thank you for making sure you uh, you got some thoughts and appreciate the fine folks who've checked in on the phones. Those of you texting, we're going to clean that up in a little bit here too and get some of, uh, of those thoughts out there. But I think, you know, our first couple callers there expressing that this was on the list of worst things they've ever seen at Bud Walton Arena. And how can you not be talking like that right now? My goodness. 83 to 51. Arkansas body slammed in this game at the Bud. And now the Hogs going to have to go back to the drawing board, right? For lack of a better way to put it, you can try to figure this thing out and see if you can't redistribute some things on offense because clearly Keon Menefield now is your best offensive player. I don't know if that facilitates everyone else around him. I don't know if it makes you expect it to be um, something cleaner or better, but right now, none of this stuff feels clean at all. Arkansas is in mess mode. The hogs don't have a lot to write home about on either end of the court. And I think it puts you obviously in a spot where right now you've got to figure this thing out yourself behind closed doors. I know Muss is not a big five on five practice kind of guy likes it. When you save that stuff for the games, wants to work on the details and the little things that's all fine and good. When things are going good, when things are not going too well for you, it's a different situation. And right now nothing's going well for this basketball team. So I think all hands on deck, any way you want to cut that, any way you want to cut it. And there's really no other way to put it. So if you want a chance to play, 
you're going to get a chance to play. And just because you played well earlier this year, my goodness, I don't think that necessarily means much to anything. Razorbacks fall short by 32 points. Eric Musselman addressing the media after the game. Obviously not a happy camper. His team gave him almost nothing to work with. But we grabbed the audio for you, and we're going to play it for you now. Get a few minutes of post-game reaction. Here's the head hog just a few minutes ago at the podium. Let's listen in. I give Auburn a ton of credit. They came in here. They kicked our butts. Um, I mean, that's quite obvious. Um, this uh, team has not resembled what we built the last four years from a competitive standpoint, from a defensive standpoint, from a loose ball getting standpoint. Um, so what are we going to do? We got to try to figure it out as much as we can. Um, guys got opportunities and didn't cease the opportunities. Um, 165 passes when our goal is 200. Um, again, we built something that I thought was, uh, really special. And, uh, you know, this, this group of guys has not, um, carried on the tradition. And, uh, so we, we've got to try to continue to get as best, as best we can with the group that we have right now. As I know everybody ended up playing, but rotation-wise, it looked like you tried to drill it down a bit, especially the first half. Was there anything positive in a game like this, if at least the first 20 minutes, first 16 minutes that you saw from drilling it down a bit? I mean, I thought we played good, Kevin, in the first half. Um, not good, but we played you know, decent enough to give ourselves a chance. I did not play the end of the first half very, very well at all. Um, just the, uh, the, the competitive fiber. Um, you know, it's it's uh, wasn't there for forty minutes. Early, too much freezing on it. Yeah, I mean, we, pressure on the rim. we talked about that over and over that they, you know, that they're a team that will put you on the foul line. Um, you know, they do give up uh, rim shots, although they're great rim protectors. Um, again, I thought we played pretty good, pretty decent, okay, whatever word you want to say. Survived the first sixteen minutes, and then and then after that, it was you know, I mean. I've coached a long time. I don't remember a home game like this ever um, since I've been coaching, whether it's the minor leagues or whatever. I, I, we had people that paid good money to come to the game. We had people that drove far. We had people that, you know, it's basically a, 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 a filled up building. But you mentioned just there that the close to the first half, I think that's happened a few times this year where really good the first 16 and then maybe the last four. Is there something going on there? Can you put your finger on something there? You know, some it's winning, you know, like, um, you know, are, are you used to winning? Is winning a part of uh, your DNA? Do you understand getting on the floor for a loose ball the last two minutes of a half become really important? They got, they, they meaning Auburn, they got a lot of guys with some experience that have won a lot of games. And um, I thought that their guys like Jalen Williams played really well. I thought Johnny Broom, I thought we did a great job on him in the first half. And I thought the second half, he was just, Totally dominant. It looked like we didn't want any part of guarding him whatsoever. Um, some of the plus minuses on our team, I've never seen some of those like that in, in minutes that guys played. So as a competitor, disappointed, I, I really don't know what else to say other than the fact that, um, you know, practice competitive nature and games become two different things. You mentioned several issues there at the, at the beginning. Are those things that you believe and are confident that can be fixed you're moving forward? How would I know? All I know is I got to try to talk about him and address him. <laughs> Eric, their pay points were, they were really dominant in the paint. What, what, what was your take on that? I just, I didn't think we had enough. I mean, 
pain points come in two ways, Bob. They come off dribble drives and they come off post up. They hurt us in both. You know, um, I'll go all the way back to year one here. I mean, that group understood that we had to guard the three. And, you know, if we go to LSU and lose 28 to one on the glass or whatever offensive, then we still give ourselves a chance to win because they understood. Um, this group does not understand what identity on either side of the ball. So we have to, back to Hutch's question, we got to try to just figure it out, keep talking about it. Whether it gets solved or not, I don't know. We had a lot of great wins here. I'm sure you're going to have a lot more, but today was the most lopsided loss Arkansas has had in, in this building. I experience and all the winning you've done. How, how tough is that? To- Ever or we're in my tenure? You know, if- yeah, that's, that's a pretty bold statement. You know what I mean? It's, and it's factual. Um, well, I don't know what it means to that locker room. I know what it means to me. I know the history of this program. Uh, I have incredible respect for everybody that's coached here, everybody that's played here. Um, that's a wild statement. Manzera, pretty good player, but I think he was averaging eight or nine coming in. Then he went off for 14 in the first half. What, how big an impact did he have? What, 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 yeah, I mean, him? was it addressed that on the, uh, on the right wing, they run a pick and roll for him to go, get to the middle and shoot his pull-up jump shot? Yeah, it was dressed about 100 times. But he still got to a sweet spot, and I thought he played really hard. I thought he played really aggressive. You've spoken a lot about the defense so far. I'm just worried, wondering where in your mind did offense kind of gets stuck in the mud and how much of that maybe transpires from the struggles that you guys had defensively? Yeah, I mean, I certainly think that defensively, if you can create some offense, that makes it a little bit better on the other side of the ball. We were bad on both sides of the ball. I mean, assuming the 165 passes is is an all-time low since I've been here, too. And, you know, and I know Arkansas has struggled this year some in transition. D. What is going on there, do you see, as far as just guys not getting back and balancing everywhere defensively? We've struggled on pick and rolls. Your shot selection has to do with your transition defense. So, I mean, when you lose by 30, I mean, I could, we could go all the way around the room and each of you could pick a different area and you would all be right. We stunk in all areas. I mean, I don't know. I mean, transition defense. What about Johnny Broom in the second? I mean, I can go on and on. We stunk. I mean, and we got to get a lot better to even survive in this league. We got to get a lot better. We got to be a lot more competitive. So with that, I will say you guys all saw how poorly we played, and there's a million things we could discuss, but we stunk in all those areas. Eric Musselman, I mean, there you go. At the least, keeping it real. Not a lot of positive stuff to say after that performance. My goodness. All right, um, let's do it like this. I'll take a quick break. We'll come back in four minutes. Standout struggles and a look ahead. As we continue, People's Post Game Show, making it happen, Team B Media. Appreciate the heck out of y'all. Come back for the close after this. Herman's Rib House on College in Fayetteville. A tradition like no other around. When you're looking for the best steak, chicken, salmon, something for lunch or dinner, Herman's has your back. This year is their 60th anniversary and the food keeps getting better. Perfect time to stop by and check out their revamped menu, the Dustin Omelette, a personal favorite. Herman's in Fayetteville. Follow them on Instagram or Facebook for more info. Stop by and grab some grub today at Herman's, celebrating its 60th year in business in 2024. 
Hi, this is Tim Stanley, a longtime local business owner in Northwest Arkansas, and I'm super excited to be a part of JB's new adventure into the digital broadcasting arena, and I had to be a part of it. I also wanted to inform the listening audience that I bought Business World in Little Rock, so now we have more of a full state coverage, just like JB. It's important to be part of his future, or our future, or your future. Call me at Business World, a TDSID company, at 501-374-7000. Golden Corral of Fayetteville features a legendary endless buffet for breakfast, lunch, and dinner to feast the fam or to feast yourself. Enjoy over 150 menu items. Their all-you-can-eat steak is my favorite. Hand-cut USDA top sirloin. Their bakery game is strong, too. You name it, they got it, and they make it good. Golden Corral, a place with something for everyone at a good price. Conveniently located where college meets Maine in Fayetteville. See things in a better light with the folks at New Light Electric. Residential and commercial services. They do remodels and additions, electrical upgrades and repairs, LEDs, installation of hot tubs, vehicle charging stations, and more. If you're looking for the folks who have the best touch, these guys are the lighting experts. They literally do it all, and they can add some light to your life, too. New Light Electric. Like them on Facebook or call 479-220-2836. Hey folks, this is Matt Chambers with Blue Kangaroo Packouts. We know bad things happen and we're here to help taking care of your contents and possessions when disaster strikes. Every Northwest Arkansas, North Central Arkansas, and the River Valley, accidents and weather happen all the time. When it does, we have your back. Moving, cleaning, warehousing, cataloging, tracking inventory so you don't lose a single personal possession. More information is online at bluekangaroopackouts.com or give us a call at 479-879-9696. We are headed down the backstretch, are we not, of a, uh, a good debut, right, show-wise, certainly for 2024 in the People's Post game. Our first one of the year, Team B Media hit the ground running, what, last summer? So we got ourselves uh, 12 football shows in. There was no bowl game this year. 12 football shows in. And, and we got a couple early season basketball shows, too. Purdue, we did one for that. Um, what else did we do it for? Help me out here. Oklahoma. We got one going on there for the Oklahoma one, too. Um, I feel like we got more in, didn't we? Maybe not. Anyway, uh, this is the first one of 2024. And so I appreciate you folks finding us here and making it happen and hanging out for a little bit. Every Saturday, we're aiming for 10, 12 minutes after the game wraps up. We will be making it happen with you for an hour of sports radio conversation on the digital broadcasting airwaves. And if you're throwing it on on the way home in the car, good for you. And if that's not how you're rolling, that's fine. Whatever works for you works for us okay, too. Uh, Standouts and struggles for Arkansas in this game. Keon Menefield was your standout. Trevon Brazil had himself a standout game, too. I'll go with both of those guys. Menefield, 14 points, four threes, four rebounds, three assists. He's got bounce in his step. I mean, if this team's going to go anywhere this year, he's going to be a huge part of it. Trevon Brazil, 11, 7, and 3. 
He looked more active and involved. I could still use more of that prowess out of him moving forward. Struggles, they get decimated on the glass. This front court has a lot of issues. You're out-rebounded 46-32, to 32, which is not going to get it done. And then, obviously, on the offensive side of it, your shooting was awful. 18 out of 58, 31%. I want to put Debo Davis in a separate struggle bus category, which is two points on 0 for 4 from the floor and two turnovers, and Debo just didn't have it. And then he gets called for an intentional foul there when you're down 12 and trying to creep back in the game. So instead of this team pushing back and fighting back, they let go of the rope, and I don't get it. You know, you spend the first 16 minutes at home in front of your fans, bringing it, playing real basketball, aggressive basketball. It looks like it's all going to click and work, and maybe this thing will end up with a W in your back pocket by the time you're headed home in the car. But nope. They did not continue to push back. Auburn won this game going away. Outscored Arkansas 57-24 to over the final 24 minutes of the game. 57-24 to in the final 24 minutes of the game. Wow. Wow. So now it's back to the drawing board for Eric Musselman. Trying to figure this thing out. Good luck with that. Got a question of the night up for you. Question of the day. Call it what you want. How about Mustang? Worst home loss he's ever been a part of. Uh, what's the biggest issue facing Razorback men's basketball right now? That's kind of where we'll leave this sh- uh, show here in the last couple minutes before we call it good. Or bad as the case may be. Uh, biggest issue facing Razorback men's basketball right now. I got four options up on the board for you. Bigs playing small. Biggie Smalls is the illest, y'all. No offensive flow. Defense slacking. Could have said is lacking, or you just say slacking. Same thing. Defense slacking. Or coaching struggle. Looks that creeping up onto the list. We haven't seen coaching struggle in the mix very much this year. Not really at all. But we're starting to see it now. And um, I think it's only right and only fair because this team has had its fair share of issues. And then I'm getting a lot of writings already for all of the above. Folks wanting to see all of the above as a category option too. And I can understand that because all four of those things fit right now. What's the biggest issue facing Razorback men's basketball? Bigs playing small, no offensive flow, defense lacking, coaching struggle, or right in your own choice because there's plenty to go around right now. Next up, Georgia. Wednesday night, Georgia. I got Georgia. Oh, Georgia on my mind. Arkansas better wake up. Georgia's a lot better right now than it was last year. And uh, this schedule is not going to get any easier anytime soon. Wednesday night, 8 o'clock at Georgia's a big one. That one will be on the U. Then next Saturday, Arkansas's at Florida at 3. So I'll have your people's postgame show next Saturday, the 13th. I'm thinking same back time, same back channel, 315. Uh, to a couple hours later. So I'm wrong. There you go. My math is broken down too. It's been a long day. Uh, 5.15. Thank you. So next week, 5.15, our ETA on the post game at Florida. I hope we're talking about a big win on the road. Hogs could be starting 0-3 if they can't get a road win. Then it's home for A&M on Tuesday, the 16th at 8. And we'll keep going here. Um, the 20th, Saturday, January 20th, South Carolina at noon. 
And then at Mississippi, home Kentucky, at Missouri to close the month. So before this month is over, we're going to have a pretty good idea whether or not this team is going to be an NCAA tournament team. I think we might know earlier than we've known in the past sometimes. And on that note, we're going to call this bad boy good. Really appreciate you folks hanging out for an hour as we got in the airways, what, literally 10 minutes after the game ended. So 3.15, our ETA worked out pretty good here tonight. And we got to have a good conversation about a really bad game. Man, Arkansas was woeful. Absolutely flat out woeful in this performance. But you know what? All you can do is come back around and, and try to be better next time out. It's one game. It's one game. It ain't over yet. No matter what uh, Dewan or Terrence or my guy Vic here on Facebook or anybody says. Uh, really bad performance. We're here come hell or high water. That's part of the responsibility for you, the people. Here on the People's Post Game Show. And what phenomenal folks bringing you our basketball coverage all winter long. You hear them throughout the breaks. Big ups to all of them as we barrel into a new year, 2024, and uh, hitting the ground running. So uh, please support local, my friends, any chance you get. For the whole Team B Media crew, I'm Josh Bertaccini. Your final score, Auburn 83, Arkansas 51. People's Post Game Show in the can. Have a great rest of your weekend. Real NWA JB back Monday at 7. And I'll see you for the People's Post Game Show. Round 2 this year. Coming up next Saturday at 5.15. Have a great night, y'all.